You've tuned into the Millennials Anonymous Podcast. And yes, it is your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. Today, we got a lot Get of stuff to talk about today. As your girl, Lise, gets you hyped and you comfortable. They need to be comfortable. WRDR and for 98.4 FM. I'm going to have to throw this bitch in the river. Everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of Millennials Anonymous yeah. Podcast. Yes, it is your girl, Lee Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. Or should I say, give us free, because that's what happened with the white man that was jumping on the United States Capitol building. Like, they was not, what the fuck? never not free. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand. Um, but there has been so much that has transpired since we've last had an episode. So I did drop a bonus episode because I had a couple people that kept asking me, what is your opinion on this? What is your opinion on this? What is your opinion on this? So I gave it, Okay. And so if you've not had a chance to listen to it, the name of the episode is why are this is why all the buildings are white in D.C. Um, And basically because it's just it's supposed to attract the whiteness. Right. D.C. was made for white people that not the place itself, but the bills and the laws and the rules. They was all made for white people. And I think when they were making like the White House and they, they wanted to show this this level of purity and superiority of whiteness. I, and, and the buildings, it's, they just be white. And, you know, so I'm just I'm just going to go with that. OK, it's not true, but I'm going to go with that. OK, it's a complete lie, but we're going to go with that. Yeah. People, that's what people do nowadays. You just make up your own truth and it becomes a fact. So factual, uh, that's what I'm going with. OK, so fuck it. Uh, if you if you're a historian, like it's not. It's because the graphite that they you No, fuck it. I said that the buildings are white because they were made for white people. Okay, that that's what I'm going with. All right, you're not gonna tell me otherwise. Okay, Q told me. So. Um, speaking of which, a lot of them got kicked the fuck off of Twitter, and I know a lot of the the Republican congressmen and women and Republican senators are heated. They like y'all didn't took half my law following. And I don't even like it, which is crazy to me because instead of you being like a little bit like pause, you mean to tell me about <laughs> I got my 40,000 or 150,000 followers on my Twitter page that are spewing hateful rhetoric or are part of some type of white supremacist group or they believe in conspiracy theories that are trying to overthrow the United States government in which I sit and it's my employer mind you cuz I don't I don't give a damn so let, like like let let think about that for a minute okay let's think about that shit let let's let, let's break this down let's break this down for example let, let's just let's just do a hypothetical right so let's say you work at Burger King Okay, Burger King is the king of the burgers. They make sure that everyone can have it their way. It's the democracy of burgers. Okay, so it's the democracy of burgers. But you notice that your other branch of burgers, right? Your other branch of burgers, Carl Jr. is trying to come in, and I use Carl Jr. on purpose. It's trying to come in and stop the king from letting people have it their way. So they say that we are going to fuck up this Burger King. Okay, we're going to fuck up the Burger King with y'all stealing it. 
okay? They're gonna fuck up the Burger King while y'all stealing it. Um, and they're gonna bring zip ties and flags of Carl Jr. And they're gonna bust windows and they bum rush the Burger King where it could potentially close down or potentially injure you with you in it, okay? You in it. Because the head of the Carl Jr. is over there telling these people to bum rush you, okay? And would you not start to think like, hey, wait, wait, um, wait, first of all, my safety was totally on the line. Like, um, my safety was totally on the line and I might lose my job. I, I might, I might have lose, I might lose my job. That's not good. Um, instead of worrying about how many people follow you on Twitter, like I know Fashion Nova is paying good, but I didn't know it was worth like your job good. Like, is that how much the revenue is on social media? Is that is that what they paying y'all? Like, uh, do we have senators out here modeling for Fashion Nova? Because uh, clearly, that just makes it makes no sense to me that their biggest concern. Their biggest concern is their Twitter following. Now, we're going to talk about this a little bit later because Trump got banned from everything. Everything, everything. It, it's grand opening, grand closing. So, he, he can't do nothing, okay? So, we're we going to talk about that a little bit later. But it's just crazy to me, everything that has transpired. And it really shows you who is who on your timeline. So, you really start to see who is who on your timeline. Even though we've been seeing that for a while. But it really... This incident has really brought out the crazies. So the people that would be like, "Woohoo, you a little wonky." Um, woohoo, like, oh, okay, you, okay, does this? You muted. Um, so like, it just brings out the wonkies. So, is this been a crazy ass week? We're starting to learn more and more about the people that did this, which we're gonna talk about that later in the top ten trending topics as well. It's just been such a interesting week of things that have transpired. But before we get into that, I want to give a big shout out because, you know, I do this every week to my guests that I had on last week. If we have a guest and we had Miss Glozell on, give a big shout out to Miss Glozell and Million Stories. They're, they're so dope. I, I just want them to know that I appreciate them. It was very, they were very pleasant to work with. So make sure if you haven't, I don't know, I'm not really saying go follow her because at this point, all most of y'all do. So she got like 4 million followers. But if you have not followed her yet, make sure you do. Uh, go follow her on all major social media platforms. She's such a lovely woman. Much respect to her. So make sure you go out and follow her. Her grind is amazing. And make sure you go listen to the episode. So if you've not had a chance, you will get a different side of Glozell. Because usually, you know, we get the, the silly side. We got the silly because I'm silly and she's silly but I think we also did touch on some other things that you don't normally hear her talk about so make sure you go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already so we have a guest today as well so I'm excited for you guys to hear because it's pre-recorded we've already spoken uh, I'm excited for you guys to hear Mr. Chef Hip himself Baltimore's own personal chef Hip is here He's going to be talking everything, food, everything, hip-hop, everything, everything. He's so dope. Such an awesome guy. When I tell you he is a genuine heart, you don't meet a lot of people like him. Make sure you go and follow him on social media. I think it's underscore hip underscore. So make sure you go follow him and see all of the treats and everything because he definitely has a skill with his 
hands and i mean in the kitchen that's what she said just go look at it it is looks absolutely delicious if you ever need him for an event or a private or, or a personal chef please reach out to him okay because he's so dope so we're gonna be talking to him a little bit later on in the show and he is a white man so if you, you he, i know some of y'all are like oh well, you know no there are some nice white people out there and white men in particular and he is one of them so he's definitely a kind gentle soul so make sure you go out there and you support him so let's get into these top 10 trending topics of the wait a minute before i move on i also have to say because i'm a football fan i am a ravens girl through and through because i was born in baltimore we have had a monkey on our back for a while that we cannot win at least for the past three years we cannot win a playoff game okay especially under lamar jackson lamar jackson has finally won his first playoff game and first big game I don't care how amazing he plays or the Ravens play. We always get shit. No one gives us our due. We always get a bunch of shit. It's just what ha it was what happened. Um, and it makes me upset that people just cannot give us our due. Even the fucking Browns, they have given them their due. I don't know what the hell happened to Pittsburgh. And I'm like, listen, Pittsburgh. Um, we can see them too. Uh, this this is not a dream. This is not a test. Uh, we can see them. We we see them too. We we see them. They they here with y'all. I don't know if y'all didn't know. I don't, I don't I don't know what happened there. But I never seen anything like that in my life. Like that that game was absolutely. It was an embarrassment to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like it was almost like watching somebody who had kicked your ass get their ass kicked. It just made you feel like mm. you know. It just it was one of them moments where it was like. Like, it just, I, mm, and not only get your ass that kicked your ass, get their ass kicked by the person you kicked their ass twice. It was like, mm. it, it just, it, it just made me kind of, I, I felt some kind of way. It was just very embarrassing. Um, I, I felt secondhand embarrassment because they was in our division. And I had some time to watch Netflix and it is the show on Netflix. I'm gonna get to the top 10 trending top. You know I'm long-winded as fuck. So if you, like I said, if you're brand new to the meeting, welcome. Okay, this is just how I do. Um, it was a show on about the history of curse words or swear words. And so I was like, damn. And that was a really interesting one. So make sure you go watch, like, because I like little documentaries or shows, informational shows like that. Like, that's the shit that I watch. Like, I fucks with that type of stuff heavy. And I was like, ooh. And they had Nicolas Cage as the host. And it was, it was good. I also watched Death to 2020. It was like a silly version. Like, they were pretending like it was a documentary. They had actors playing different roles. Like, science, like you know, if they were talking to a scientist or historian or, you know, like a Trump campaign person. Like, they had, they were playing it. I was like, it was okay. But the only, only reason I watched this is because it was number one on Netflix. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's called the Bridgen, Bridgertons. Bridgerton, I think is what it is. Bridgerton. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Okay, it's got a black man. He got on a top hat. Um, you know, it's, it's this white woman on here. Look like Gone with the Wind, but, with you know, the liberal version. So I was like, okay, let me see what the fuck this is. So I, I turned it on. When I began watching it, I was like, okay, this is like this Elizabethan king, queen, monarch shit. I was like, all right. And I was like, let me, all right, I'll just, I'll watch it. And so I was watching it and I, I kind of got a little bit entertained in it. But then as, as the show went on, I'm not, I guess I won't spoil it for you. But 
as the show went on, one of the things, because this is made by Shonda Rhimes. Yes, that Shonda Rhimes that did, did all of the shows like Scandal and all of those types of things. It became very apparent to me that most of the black people in the show was either conniving or broken in some way. And I was like, why is this? And why is the person that is the standard of beauty from a show that is made by a black woman is a white woman? Make that make sense. Like, I, I need Shonda to step up to explain that shit to me. Maybe because this is a book. So this 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 story is comes from a book. I didn't read the book, so I don't know if maybe in the book that's how the book is written. Like the the lady is a white woman and the black man, and uh, like I, it just to me, I just felt like even though it's number one all over the world on Netflix, but I just felt like Shonda. Like if we gonna do this in this society could we at least switch this shit up just a little bit like it was like Ugh. and then when you actually start thinking about it like the people in the in the storylines from back in the day like these people were like 16 like we are literally talking about parents pimping out their 15 16 year old daughters to 27 year old men or older and we just sitting here like yeah this is a beautiful love story not realizing that this girl is 16 like it's just, it just, after a while, I was like, you know what? I don't know if I like this. Like, it was one of them things where it was, it got very weird to me once. And that's why I can't watch shit. Because I start thinking. And my mind just start going and I start thinking and thinking. It's just, it's real fucked up. But uh, maybe y'all might like it. So check it out, I guess. It's still number one on Netflix. So mm, check it out. But let's get into these top 10 trending topics of the week. Turn that shit up! Turn that shit up! Turn that shit up. Turn Let's get into these top 10 trending topics of the week. So there was a cool, a crazy cool, a cool, cool, cool that took place. So there was a cool, a conservative coup, a Trump coup. I don't know what you want to call it. You know, it, it was a cuckoo. Okay. It was a cuckoo. There you go. It was a cuckoo that took place last Wednesday. There was some attempts to overthrow the government. And they arrested a couple, a couple people. It was like scattered. Like it was like 60, it was 30,000. Apparently there was like 30,000 people that showed up. They arrested 65 motherfuckers. Okay. And they like, we can't find these people that we let out. We need y'all help. We can't. We, we just, we can't. They were like buttered. It slipped out our fingers. It was oily. And we just... I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to touch him. I, I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. And they didn't want to touch him. And it was like, mm, mm, I'm going to let somebody else handle that. Like, I, I don't know if that's what happened when they just let him out. But they're looking for them. If I if I have information, I fucking, I'm sharing it. God damn it. Like, I'm going to get my money. Fuck you. Like, I am shit. Shit. If I and know something. And if another you, one. If you see something, say something. That's what I'm saying. If you see something, say something. And apparently, there was a bunch of different things that took place. We are seeing more images from the violent, this violent mob that came there. We saw that there were two officers that actually got killed. One got bludgeoned in the head with a fire extinguisher. The other one was trampled to death. So we are starting to see more and more and more people who were injured get hurt. Now, I will say... I will say, okay, I hate to do this or that, but since y'all keep doing it, even though I told y'all to stop that shit, I'ma do it, I'ma do it, two wrongs don't make a right, but I'm doing it today, okay, I will say, at the Black Lives Matter rallies that y'all was so afraid of, not near officer died, 
Not one. Now, I can't say that nobody got hurt, but ain't nobody died. Like, I, mm -mm, no, 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 no. This, this violent, deadly insurrection y'all pulled was crazy. And the young woman, Ashley Babbitt, who got killed, she was an Air Force veteran, a 14-year Air Force veteran at that. She was trying to get into the Capitol building, and she was shot by Capitol officers. Her family are now, well, some of them, not all of them, but some of her family members are now blaming Donald Trump for this. They're saying that he still, you know, he 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 pushed these people because they was a rally first. Which sidebar to a sidebar. It's fucking hilarious. Fox News. I need y'all to get y'all shit together. Like, can we? I know we right now we out here just just pulling shit. Can we pull Fox News? Cause like at some point, I'm like, okay, when do we call out the fuck shit? Because Fox News is mad at the media for making connections between trump supporters and conservatives at a trump rally okay now listen come here come 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 um fox news who the fuck do you think was at the trump rally probably trump supporters so i'm just saying like it, it doesn't take you know nancy drew to figure out who the fuck was at this rally like it, it we know there was it was nothing out there but trump signs they took down an american flag and put up a trump flag we, we watched it fox news like stop it stop it stop it but miss babbitt's family is apparently upset with donald trump because there was a rally that took place trump told them to go out and stop this and they should get mike pence because mike pence is not doing his job sidebar this election certification that we were watching in the senate and in the house it, it it wasn't gonna change anything it's more i would say it's more bureaucracy more bureaucracy than anything it's just an added step to this process because the states had already certified this election the people had already voted there really wasn't anything that was going to change at this point there was nothing that was going to change mike pence didn't have the power mike pence never had the power listen look, okay all my people out there that believed that he could do something now let, let's just let's just put our thinking caps on remember when we was in school mike pence is the only person that donald trump can't fire okay he was on the ticket that they were voting on and he's the vice president Mind you, on a day-to-day, -day, I be trying to wonder, like, what the fuck do the vice president be doing? Because technically, he kind of like the assistant manager. Like, what do he be doing? But anyway, um, you're going to give the power to the one person that we really, I really don't know what he be doing. Like, on a day-to-day, -day, I don't really be knowing. Um, The one person that we kind of like, yeah, job is ambiguous. You know, it's, it's a sort of like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's ambiguous. Um one person that that just their job and is on the ticket that y'all are voting on he has the power to overturn the whole election to benefit himself now i want you to let that marinate let it marinate okay let it marinate in there let it think about it let it marinate let it let it seep in your brain and and think about that okay think think about it um, just, just let that, just, just rub your head while you think it, because that's what I'm doing. I'm rubbing my head while I'm thinking about it. Yeah, that don't make sense. So, I, you know, and I know Mike Pence, because Mike, apparently Mike Pence has not talked to Donald Trump since this happened. And, I mean, he's still being loyal as fuck, because the, the, the Republicans are not going for this 25th Amendment. They will not invoke the 25th Amendment, which I think is, I think invoking the 25th Amendment 
makes sense to me okay it makes a ton of sense but they don't want to do that and mike pence is not gonna go for it he did introduce their resolution to impeach charging trump with the incitement of insurrection and this would also the reason why they're doing the impeachment even though trump is pretty much out of there he's out of office and it this won't take place because they have to wait a little while won't take place immediately is because it would bar him from being able to run again in 2024 so he would not be able to run for public office in the future but mike pence he you know you ever had that homie that did you wrong did you dirty and you had to look at him like what the fuck like you really this is who this is who you is like you know because Mike Pence needs his whole ass kick. Because he, he sat in complicit. He knew the shit was wrong. And he went along with it anyway. But when I think he realized Donald Trump don't give a fuck about him. When he sent them motherfuckers down to the Capitol where he was. Because I know, I know Mike Pence was on the phone in that bunker once they pulled him out of there. It's like, you gonna say your people? Get your people. Like, I'm, I'm in here. I'm in here. Donnie, I'm in here. Like, I know he was, I know that's what he was, he was texting. Like, get your people. Get, get your goddamn people. Like, get your people. Like, I know he was mad. He was heated in there. He was heated because them people was in there with zip ties, which means that they was probably trying to get some hostages. They had some military folks that's getting disciplined. They have police officers that are getting disciplined. The Capitol Police Chief stepped down. Like, it's just... It's a lot of madness, okay? It was this is a lot of madness. But we'll see what takes place with this and what transpires. Uh, we we already kind of we 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 already kind of knew. And Melania Trump did come out. She mourns the death at the Capitol, but she doesn't really want to talk anymore about it. So I'm like, really, Melania, you could just kept your mouth shut. We really didn't need you to come out and say that. Like, just you, you could have just stayed in the house. Like, you, we, we, we good. We didn't need we didn't need a message from you. That's what we got. But whatever. And Trump is blocked on all. So he now he can't even talk about it. You know, Trump is he was he he kept picking up other accounts. He kept he was picked up his son. Son phone, like Baron, give me your phone. I'm gonna just tweet this out. Like he he's picked up Melania phone. He was just he's been tweeting from everybody. He's Ladies trying to find a way, like a little kid. We got like, just 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 trying. He just trying to get he trying to get on it any kind of way he could. And then everywhere he went, they just blocked it. Like he was just they just blocked him. And I know he's heated because he loves social media, especially Twitter. So I know he is hot. But the people that blocked him, it was kind of funny a little bit. Like he got blocked from Pinterest. Like, what? Say what now? I didn't know you could really, like, send, like, messages. He got blocked on YouTube. Like, wow. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, I, like, y'all waited a long time. Goddamn sense to me at all. And Reverend Warnock wins in Georgia. So does John Ossoff. But this actually has a bigger meaning because he becomes the first black man to win a Georgia Senate seat and the 11th black man in the Senate overall. So big hands up to him. He, you know, this is a big, this is what a difference a couple of years makes because he was arrested trying to, you know, pray at the the capitol you know because they were trying to overturn i believe it's the affordable health care act and now he's in the senate so he saw a problem and he actually stood up and he did something about it so now he is in the room where it happens and his his seat his senate seat actually changed the direction of where america will go yeah! uh, i mean it's going to be a fight because this is a narrow majority 
So I want people to know that it's not going to be easy because in some of these cases, you need a vote of 60, depending on what you're voting on. You need a, a 60 um, majority in order to pass it. Um, Kamala Harris is going to probably be a tiebreaker a lot because there's such a narrow majority. So, and I think it also still kind of makes you have to still look at us because there were certain people like Ted Cruz that got reelected. It is, uh, yeah yeah but big ups to the democrats this is a win for them and people are shocked yeah people are shocked at the black how many black women are actually married to a lot of the men who got arrested in the insurrection that happened last wednesday so people saw that look and they was like they saw it because you know the fbi was like you know we get a little get a little money if you can find out about these people so people went and they became sleuths and they was going and they was looking and they pulled up a couple people and it was like oh He's married to a black woman and he got black kids. Like, what? what is this about? Or biracial kids. What is this? Oh, my gosh. And Because there's one guy who had a beard and everything. And I, he just didn't. I just didn't fit. And then when you see it, it was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, he has a Proud Boy tattoo. The other guy who's married to a black woman. And they're not dating. They're married to these women. They have whole Proud Boy tattoos. Um, The guy, I think his name is Steve. Uh, Och, Steve Och, or Och, um, he actually was on divorce court. I remember watching that fucking episode of him on divorce court. At the, back then, I didn't know what the fuck, uh, but uh, clearly they had some attention-seeking behavior between him and his wife. So it probably makes sense why he was one of the loudest people in the room. It, it probably makes sense why he's about to get arrested for inciting this riot because he, he likes attention. So he has a black wife. She's been at the rallies. Now, listen, we can't knock her for having her own view. If she liked Trump and she liked racism, that's her. Like, we, we can't knock. She probably has her own reasons for it, okay? We, we can't knock it. I'm pretty sure there's some probably some deep down some some self hatred in there, but we we can't we can't knock her, okay? We can't knock her for supporting what she supports. But I think that we do eventually need to have a conversation, and and I'll probably do a like a bonus episode of this. We need to have a conversation between preference and fetishism and bias, because I'm hearing a lot of people that are floating. This is their prep. We, we can have a conversation about preference yes some people prefer people who are taller than them i prefer a woman who is slender like we we all have preferences but these preferences come from somewhere so sometimes you do have to sit there and sit back and wonder why what why do why is it that i can only date a tall guy what what is it about that that makes me like because mm, i like tall men and, you know, I, I kind of know where it comes from. It, but I think that we need to, most people don't do that to figure out, okay, well, where does these, where do these attractions come from? Sometimes you won't be able to figure it out, but sometimes you will. Like, if you realize, like, oh, I only like women with blonde hair, you might want to sit back and be like, why is it that I'm only attracted to blondes? What is that? <laughs> like, what is that about? So, you know, just figuring out why some of these things exist and actually having that tough conversation in society about some of these things that we like to mask as preference, but it's actually a fetish or it is a 
bias that you have against yourself we don't want to have that conversation like i literally watched the sidebar to sidebar i watched i believe his name is i think it's dan rue he was on the cut i like to watch those videos on facebook and the cut is a game where you like you can ask your parents or a blind date these really outrageous far left questions and he was on a date and he was dating a black woman and on the date she asked him are there any deal breakers and the first thing out of his mouth was i don't see color first of all that's one of the most i've had this conversation several times it's we all see color unless you are blind because even if you're colorblind you see grades of color like it might be gray or or a different color than what it is but you see shades of something like you know that there's differences in the shades of these things you might can't tell me what color it is but you see that that's darker than that so i, I don't want to hear that shit um so that was a little bit like that was cringeworthy but the next thing out of his mouth was as long as she's not white so he's like and mind you dan rue is a white man so i think sometimes we do need to have these conversations where okay what why is that that shouldn't be a deal breaker for you somebody's race shouldn't be a dick because their, their race is literally amount the amount of melanin in their skin like that that should not be a deal breaker that's all i'm saying and i'm gonna get off that soapbox because I, I i could talk about it for hours and speaking of dating out just just dating or dating a black woman michael b jordan who has gotten a lot of backlash from black women over the years hey, uh, is finally dating a black woman and guess what happened black women are still fucking pissed off Must feel good. so now michael b jordan is finally claiming lori harvey after he came out about two weeks ago and he denied dating lori harvey he is now claiming her so now they're dating and people are outraged because lori harvey allegedly and i say alleged allegedly dated puffy and puffy's son she was dating future and a couple of other celebrities and it, people are saying well she's getting around okay so all people, the people, girl is in her 20s she should be able to date whoever the fuck she wants to date okay let her date and date some mo as long as she's protecting herself fine plus in hollywood they date in a pool he know who Lori Harvey is. He know who Lori Harvey has dated. And if he does not care, why the fuck should you? Like, you asked this man to finally date a black woman. He dates a black woman and now it's like, ah, but that's not the kind of black woman. Like, just stop it. Let them date. I'm pretty sure this is probably, I'm not knocking their relationship, but I'm pretty sure this is probably short term. I, I, they probably aren't getting married anytime soon if they stay together at all so let, let's just let these two young people date and enjoy each other's company you know what i mean just just let them date and the cosmopolitan is facing some backlash itself yeah yeah they put a plus-size woman on the cover and they said this is healthy and people were outraged the people were like this is promoting you know being fat and unhealthy and this is promoting an unhealthy lifestyle and this is bad and i was watching something it's a show that i a blog i watch on youtube he's so entertaining i love him so much but he was focusing on weight so he would call people call in and he would ask them you know how what's your weight and how tall are you which typically should tell you kind of like the stature of a person but it's not a full story even a bmi not focus so much on weight and you need to focus on health and i think that's where we get fucked up at because you can be skinny and have high blood pressure you can be skinny and have type 2 diabetes like 
your health does not, it's not necessarily dictated by how much you weigh now i will say being a person that was a size five or four in my lifetime i'm not that now probably double or triple the the size now um which i'm getting back down i lost 18 well 16 pounds I, well i haven't been on the scale recently and i've been eating a lot so that's probably not true now but nonetheless and um anyway I, i've been on both sides of it so I, I being for me i can only speak for me being having more weight on me typically leads to more unhealthy things happening in my body especially as i age and a lot of it has to do with the way that i eat so if you typically eat better your body will naturally get to a, a healthier place i mean i don't know if we all 100 percent know what healthy eating is because just because it's coming a green box it was vegan but it's processed as fuck doesn't mean that it's healthy somebody's telling me well we we do need to pay attention to that more but if this young woman that's on the front of this is healthy hey let's let's go with it let's just just stop somebody else's life don't dictate yours that's all i'm saying and dr dre had an aneurysm on january the 4th but he is better now so they are reporting that he is doing much better i don't know if he's out of the icu but they're saying that he's doing much better so i'm glad to hear that that the doctor is doing better and kim and kanye are splitting after six years this is no shock to anyone because i think we've been waiting for this to happen for a while especially after kanye west went on his rants during his presidential run who's he outed saying that she was had an abortion and all this other stuff and so or she was thinking about having an abortion or aborting their their oldest child so yeah, we could see it now people allegedly are saying because this hasn't happened yet these are just sources allegedly are saying that kim and kanye this couldn't get nasty because kim wants sole custody of the children and kanye west is not gonna allow that to happen because neither one of them want to look like the loser and this is according to people dot com neither or people magazine neither one of them wants to look like the loser in this divorce which seems very superficial to me it just it just reeks of ugh. now and i because like you can't blame kim for the downfall of kanye because he has his own personal demons and things that he needs to work on before he's in a relationship but i will say that the one thing that never sat right with me is if you know that he's going through something why put him on why put him on reality tv why monetize this because clearly he was struggling then but like it just it just never sat right with me so uh i guess how it goes out to both of them and that it works out for them and the kids or whatever and kanye west also is, has another rumor that was going on that he was dating jeffree star because of a girl on tiktok started a i guess she's a tiktok star i don't know the fuck um started a rumor and i'm pretty sure she's about to get a cease and desist and some other legal documents that kanye west is dating jeffree star because she didn't name jeffree star but she said a popular male beauty blogger and because jeffree star is in wyoming and kanye west is also in wyoming she people started not to her but people started to say it was him now jeffree star he played with the rumors for a little bit and then he came out and denounced it because uh, honestly as as attention seeking as he is and this is kim's friend I, I don't think that he would not admit this so if this was true i think that jeffree star would be all over this and i don't i don't think it is plus he said he likes tall men though and kanye west apparently is not tall and they both have denied it so i think this is a rumor and my city of baltimore goes viral with the mayor brandon scott saying shorty pull your mask up so a lot of people didn't know the backstory of it shorty is actually the name of the guy who was in the video you can hear him he's kind of like screaming 
moving in the background um he he also uploaded a, a video so if you've not had a chance to watch his side of it you know he's known these people for quite some time years in fact he's he has some issues with the police and and with with brandon scott and so that's kind of why he was there he just wanted to make his presence known while brandon scott was on national television so i you know i think we can like i said we we can we can do better like this is probably not the best way to get their attention because i'm pretty sure he probably still didn't sit down and talk to you so there's other ways to to get his attention and apparently this wasn't it but what did happen is that people took your image and the name and the stuff and they're monetizing it so you might want to be worried more about that than, than brandon scott right now because you missing out on some coins my good fellow my good sir so this has been the top 10 trending topics of the week let's get into this interview with chef Gip. they pushed me on and paced me We have a guest today and I'm excited because I love food and this person knows food and I believe they love food as well, probably more than I do, but they know how to cook it and I don't. So we have Mark Hibble or Chef Hip today. How are you doing today? Hey, hey, hey. I'm good. I'm good. What's up, Lise Winnie? How are you? I'm excited. I'm excited. We we went through a lot to get here. So I feel like I've known you <laughs> at least 10 years. It was a struggle, but we got it. We're good. We 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 are here. And I want to ask you because I've seen your Instagram. You you seem to cook amazing food. You have connected with a couple of different uh celebrities. So tell me, how did you become Chef Hip? Like how did you get started in the culinary world? Okay. Well, the name Chef Hip comes my name is Hip. My last name is Hipple, right? So I just been called Hip my whole life. So I just adopted that. So it's Chef Hip. Uh, I was a postman for like 18 years and it was just like dead end to me, man. I was like killing myself. It was like blood money. I was in the trenches. I was coming home aching and hurting, just not really liking what I was doing. Mm -hmm. uh, although the money was decent and the work was there, I just, I was, wasn't complete, wasn't happy. So something just sparked me to just take a jump, take the leap in life and just uh, go for what I wanted. I was inspiring to be a chef and to work with food and to do what I wanted to do. So I did you always my... like it? Like even as a kid, were you cooking or this was completely like, nah, I'll try it. Well, I'm a father of three. Okay. And it really wasn't until I started having to cook for my family and for my children that I was like, wow, this is like really fulfilling and really like gratifying so i you know I, I rolled with that it was like wow like it came into fruition from feeding my children basically and then just like the love and the passion just like started growing and i was like finding new techniques and new ways to cook and you know new foods to try and different herbs and spices and i was just like turned on by it i was i was turned on least <laughs> <laughs> i mean that whatever whatever floats your boat i don't judge i don't judge if you're in there rubbing your nipples in the kitchen that's that's one you i i don't judge it but that's really interesting to me that you didn't have because most people you hear that cook they I, like i've been cooking all my whole life a lot exactly. of the chefs Exactly. And it, and it feels like that at this point because of the blood, sweat and tears I've put into it, um, you know, culinary school, you know, kicked my ass because at the time, you know, not so proud to say this, but, you know, it, it's a testimony in my life. I was 
homeless at the time and mm. I had three children and while I was in school they were out in the parking lot sleeping in the car man people don't know this this is oh, like wow. the first time I've told anybody um so this is like raw right here um okay. you know my, my wife at the time and our three children they were literally ride or die with me and for that six to eight hours I was in school they were in the parking lot and like I literally would be like the stuff I would like cook in school, mm-hmm. like literally I would like take, take portions of it and act as if I was going to the bathroom. And I'm like dashing out into the parking lot with my apron and my chef coat on. And I'm like actually literally feeding them while I'm in school, man. Oh, it was wow. like crazy. It was crazy, crazy at the time. But we look back on it now and we're like, man, we, we weathered the storm. We got through it. And, you know, it was you made it. it. it I'm, I made it. <laughs> I made it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still still aspiring to be in other places, but uh, man, at this point, I just like look back and I'm just like so blessed and so thankful to God for getting us through that tough time in life. So no, but that's that's interesting. I mean, if you can make it through that, you can make it through pretty much anything. Nothing's gonna knock you now. It made you just that much stronger. What what was you, were you studying French cuisine? Like, what was your I don't know what you call it in in school. <laughs> so so I'm class I'm 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 certified and I was trained in classic French cuisine, which was with the school that I went to, Stratford University in Baltimore. Okay, shout out that, to shout out to Stratford University. Um, the program was was French classic French cuisine, and um, which is like a great. I mean a great basis, a great way to start learning how to cook. Like the French don't play. <laughs> they, are, they are dope with their cooking. And then, um, you know, from there, I just started getting into like other styles of cooking. And I would pick up on like Italian. I would pick up on like, you know, Spanish cuisine or Argentinian, like different. Like after I got my basis of French cooking down, I started grabbing from other areas and just pulling everything into one into the center to become the chef that I am right now. So I have a mantra. I say my food is mentally rustic, smoothed out on a home cook tip with a fine dine appeal to it. <laughs> Look at you, Brandon. I like right, 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 right. I, I, you know, and I get that from, you know, my musical idols. I'm a new edition fan and Belle Biv DeVoe. So I kind of, if it sounds familiar, yes, it comes from Belle Biv DeVoe, but, um, I've, I've taken that and I've molded into my own creation and style of cooking. Now, a lot of people, because you learned off the fly, because I didn't realize that you learned this. And I would imagine it would make it that much harder for you. You're in, you just picked this up and then you go straight to like French cuisine. You're learning, I don't know, Julian style cutting and all of that <laughs> off the cuff. What do you think most people get wrong? Because I think a lot of people hate cooking because they say it's hard. I can't cook. Uh, it, it can be if you allow it to be. Um, the biggest biggest mistake most people make is they rush their food. Okay. Like, you could literally taste food that has been rushed, right? Like, there's a depth. There's a... <laughs> exactly. There's a depth of flavor and... It's it's just it's when when food is rushed or just made to be quick. I mean, it, not that it can't be satisfying that mm-hmm. way, right? Because it can be, but at the same time, the best 
most gratifying and rewarding and satisfying meals are those that would like you actually take your time on and you're actually like braising and you're marinating and you're just like giving like you you know you know like you know like sex you don't just dive right into it right you got you get your woman warmed up you get you know you get her seasoned you get her in the mood right so same with the food right you don't just throw your chicken into a pan let it sizzle till it's done you know you you might want to marinate it. You might want to season it. You might want to give it some love. You might want to cut it or, you know, prepare it a certain way. So, it, you know, it, it crosses over. It's the same same type of same type of vibe. Message men, if you, in, <laughs> I guess in women. <laughs> so it's rushing it. So we, we have to take our time. But what about the people that say, because I know you have three kids. Like, I, you know, I got kids. I got work. Like, give us some chef tips for dummies. Like, how do we step up our food game if we're saying, like, we don't have the time, it's too expensive? Are there ways that you can make better food? Uh, there, I mean, there are, right? The shortcuts and the, the, the cheating cheap ways are uh, literally seasoning, right? So, you know, go beyond, like, you're at regular salt and pepper, right? Okay. Try something different, man. Put some cayenne on it. Put, put some like oregano in into there. Put, you know, put different herbs and spices into your foods, into your meals. If you don't have the time, it's not a problem, right? We, okay. You know, nowadays, like, you know, it's a quick society. Like we, we want something instant, but, and, and that's cool, right? But do it with a little bit of thought behind it, right? Mm-hmm. Step, step, step beyond just the salt and pepper, right? Okay. Use, check out your different olive oils, right? I mean, all these things come into play with flavor. So my, my suggestion would be just, you know, try different flavors, different spices, different oils, right? There's like sapphire, sunflower seed oil. There's like avocado oil. There's coconut oil, right? Let's, let's try, let's try different things so we could kind of like spark, keep the spark alive in our food, so to say. Okay. So, uh, you know, I'm, I, you've seen pictures of me. I'm black. So I, I grew up, <laughs> like, you know, we, we live by the seasonings over here, you know, in the African-American culture. You chef yeah. hip. He's a Baltimore boy. It's seasoned because, okay. So is seasoned all and seasoned salt considered good seasoning or should we kind of like, oh. uh, let's see. Are, are, are you on Edmondson Avenue or are you over <laughs> East? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, I, you know, you can't, you can't knock nobody for what's available to them. Right. Okay. Um, so let's just doctor, let's, let's, if you want to use Lowry's or, okay. or, <laughs> all or season salt, you know, Hey, so be it. Right. But doctor it up, right. Maybe squeeze some lemon in on top of that. Maybe, you know, maybe put some, some fresh herbs along in with it. it there's no, there's no right or wrong way, you know, especially when it comes to like personal, like home cooking. Mm-hmm. Like, do you like be uninhibited, try new things. You know, don't be ashamed if it doesn't work out, you know, because that's the learning experience. Right. You try things. It's not always going to be it's not always Gucci in the kitchen. Your plate's not always going to be Gucci. Your meal's not always going to be what it could be. But be brave, be daring, try different things. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know. Food from a ham sandwich when I first started, you know, so just, you know, do things that make sense. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to put peanut butter in your lasagna, right? (laughs) Let's just just do stuff that makes sense, right? 
I do have a friend though that eats peanut butter on uh, peanut butter and jelly. I mean bacon on peanut butter and jelly, which okay. is is interesting. She, yeah, she that's, a, that's, that's yeah. different, but you know that could work. You know, I I, I do bacon and uh, watermelon, right? Really? So you wouldn't really think that goes together, but a little bit of bacon, turkey bacon. I use turkey bacon, turkey bacon and watermelon with a little bit of basil. You'd really be surprised how those flavors really blend together. How do you come up with, see, I would imagine, I don't know if you, you're you still um, married, because I know you mentioned you were married, but I would think it would be a lot of women, younger women now, we, we don't cook. I would imagine that would be like a, uh, I can't date a woman that doesn't cook. I can't date a woman that can't eat bacon with watermelon. I just, I can't. <laughs> right right well i mean it's all it's all personal preference right i mean we're all different we all have different taste buds we all you know it's you, you can't really knock somebody for what what they like or what they don't like and then there's also like food allergies that come into play my mm-hmm. kids have certain dietary restrictions because they're allergic they have some allergies to certain foods so you you maneuver around it you like water you beat up and roll around it and you just find ways to make it work I would imagine that's hard being a, a chef, especially with all of the allergies nowadays. Being a personal, especially being a personal chef, because everybody doesn't tell you off the cuff. Like, I, you know, I'm allergic to tree nuts. Like, right, right. Navigate well, that world. And well, if you're a chef, you 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 know that's something you got to prepare for. That's something you got to be conscious of because everybody don't eat the way you eat. Okay. Everybody don't eat the way I eat. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be accommodating. You have to. You have to have a, a bag of tricks up your sleeve that if uh, this person don't like dairy, oh, you just cut out a lot of shit if you don't eat dairy. You know what I'm saying? There goes the milk. There goes the cheese. There goes a lot of the creams. So you have to, you know, you have to be knowledgeable and adapt and use alternatives. Maybe you're going to use coconut milk. Maybe you're going to use almond milk. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you're going to use that nut cheese. That, okay. that, that, <laughs> watch it. That, 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 that dairy-free cheeses that are you know made from nuts. So, yeah, nut cheese, right? That's that's the word today, nut cheese. Use is that really cheese. what that is? I wasn't even thinking about that. Oh, that's that, interesting. That, so, it's so nut the non, cheese. The non-dairy cheeses, for the most part, are made from nuts. I've been eating nut cheese this whole time. <laughs> Watch it, Winnie. <laughs> I didn't even know it. Now I got to go back. My mind right. is blown. Right, right, right. That nut cheese. Yeah, you eat more nut cheese than you probably know if you're not eating dairy. <laughs> <laughs> you probably you should try. Some... You should try this nut cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of dudes out there. They can sell it. They just don't know. There's a market. Right. Right. But. You know, you like music as well. So we, we have to pair it like a, a great wine or fine wine to a meal. Mm. Mm. Kind of yes. like elevate the, the music, the food. So let's yes. let's say, for example, what what are you liking? Because I know you said New Edition is your favorite, but we got okay. this old school music. We have new school music. Do you hate it? Do you think you would change it? And have we lost the fundamentals of music? Um, I gotta be careful here, right? Okay. Because I'm I'm an old head. I'm I'm 45, right? Okay. Um, so I come from an era where I'm like the 90s music and the 80s and 90s. That was like my time for music, right? So I'm I'm like Nas. I'm like A Z. You know, Jay Z, Biggie, Pop, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, EPMD, like you know these type of type of groups. And 
music definitely coincides with foods, right? It's all about senses, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're eating, you're using basically all your senses, right? You're using your eyes. You, you feed yourself with your eyes first, right? You got to like what you see. You obviously got to smell your food, right? Then you're physically like picking it up, touching it, eating it, right? So it's like all senses. And then you have music, right? Which is like super stimulating. It, it brings on memories, it, it brings on good feelings. Like when you hear your song, right? It just, you could you could be having the worst day ever, right? But your song come on the radio, you didn't play it, it's on the radio. And, oh, that's my shit. Like your whole mood changes, right? Right. Right, so same with food. So yes, they're, they're, it's, it's a marriage, you know, it's a match made in heaven, right? You, you know, food and music, it's, you know, when you go to a restaurant, they're playing soft music, right? Right. It's, it's all stimulating, it's all part of the senses. So yeah, it's, it, they they definitely go together, hundred percent. You can't have, you know, you, you gotta have, you can't have one without the other. But do you do you approve? Like if because it sounds like I, I'm, you like the older music better. And I know a lot of people who grew up in that era say that the music now is trash. Like it's yeah. just not where okay. it could. So so it's you know like the whole mumble rap and the state of music now i'm not going to say it's trash because there's some dope songs out there right and there's some dope artists okay. there's you know you can't you know it is what it is but i mean it's just different it's I, I, you know i can't even really put it into words it's like it's just different you know what i'm saying like the music is different it's like it seems like everyone's doing music anybody could do music in their house you know everything's being streamed i just come from a time where it's like you know we, it, you had to dig and scratch to find what your artist was doing or when their next cd was going to be released in the store where you actually had to go you know get your money up go to the store and buy that cd or yeah. tape that right and you know physically hold it in your hands and you know when you open it up right it was always an insert right and it had some photos and you know it, saying you know that maybe the lyrics maybe the lyrics she like you just don't really have that nowadays so just the whole music experience overall is different but as far as artists and music and songs today it's it, it is it's different i'm not gonna say i hate it um okay. I'm, I'm just gonna say that i really enjoy 80s and 90s hip-hop r&b that's my genre that's that's what i love agree with you i like that you use different that's a that's a nice way to put it when you don't necessarily <laughs> like i'm just gonna be safe because i'm not gonna knock anyone's hustle or grind like you know you can't please everybody right so mm -hmm. you know so that you know kudos to all the artists currently grinding you know what i'm saying shout out to all the artists the small and large independent and on a label shout out to everybody for doing what they love i can't you got to respect somebody that follows their dreams. Now, there's, there's no more R&B, though. I will say that I feel like R&B kind of left. Like, in the late 2000s, it, it just left. Like, I, I agree. I, I totally agree. But, but you know, thank you, 80s and 90s R&B artists, for leaving us the catalogs you left. Because that's the barometer. That's... That was like the best time for, especially for R&B. Like you said, like the, you know, mid two thousands. It's just kind of left. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's we'll just ballads, it's just not present the way it, it the way it used to be on the level it used to be. Yeah, I think people it, it the rap took over so much that I feel like a lot of the R&B artists kind of went hip hop 
it was like oh well no one's really rocking this right now i'm gonna start rapping and doing all of this type of stuff because my favorite one of my favorite singers in the whole world is beyonce and even beyonce Right, started right. rapping. So yeah, it was like, has a couple tracks. He's just like, really, B? Yeah, <laughs> really? and I'm in the Beehive. I got platinum membership. Right, but right. It, it just was like, ah, really? Yeah. Make mm. you make you shake your head, right? Make make you slap your forehead, slap your forehead emoji. <laughs> it does. But speaking of Beyonce, she is married to one of the artists that people say is on the rap throne. Who you? Who do you think is taking over? Like you know, Jay Z's not. Re- I mean, he has had an album in recent years, but he's not really making music. He's just a billionaire. Like th- this is not his thing. Music is his second thing. It's not really what he does. You know, Lil Wayne. He had a questionable year, so we gonna put him to the side. And we don't have a whole lot of people. Who are you? Who is taking over? Is it Drake? Is it J Cole? Like who is next? It, it it is actually those two that you just said, Drake and J Cole. They're they're up next. You know they've been up actually for a minute. But uh, wow, I mean that's that that's tough. You know what I mean? Because it's it's not set. Music's not set up the way it used to be. It's not like there was. It's not like there's like uh, major labels right now that that's are true. that are really supplying the artist where it used to be back in the day, right? You, you know. Um, but again, back to the back to the old old school you know what i'm saying like nas just dropped a, a cd a, a few months ago mm-hmm. um which is dope um you know snoop is always doing his thing um eminem just dropped a, a new cd uh, music to be murdered by it's you know it's it to me it's it's the old it's the older guys like you know they're they're getting older now so you know they're on their last not their last days but they're, they're coming to their last possible third of their career or last quarter of their career just mm-hmm. based on their age alone so well hip-hop is who- aging though because you know hip-hop was when we were kids hip-hop was newer and we it didn't see right. old rappers because it right. was news <laughs> so right. i will was- see Back back in the day, if you were older, you you know you, you can't rap no more. You're done. You're you're over, son. It's it's a rap, right? But, you know, like you said, you know, Jay Z, like he still gets it in. Like I just mentioned, Nas gets it in. Uh, M, he's what in his forties, mm-hmm. but they're still you know they're still doing it. They're still doing it. So to me, those are the guys I listen to because that's what I'm used to. That's that's who I like. You know what I mean? So. We never know. Little Takashi might be the new rap king. We we just have to <laughs> wait. And Man, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> if okay. He, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that one. We'll, we'll see what happens with that one. But he does. I mean, he's got a he's got a hell of a following. I tell you that. A lot of people got their eye on him. So for whatever reason it may be, he's he's up there as well. You know, he's pulling numbers. So you know, got to respect that. Yeah, it also is a woman's game right now. So music, the music powerhouses right now are all women. Like you, you got Cardi, you you got May, you got the City Girls. Women are taking over this this whole hip hop rap genre. Do you think that we have turned a, a new leaf where women can be at the top? Because we had some good ones. Like back in the day, we had Kim. You know, mm-hmm. we had Missy, we had Foxy. But they just never, I don't, I don't know what it was. They just never could transcend the numbers of what men were doing. Now it seems to be the opposite. 
you think we've turned a leaf in hip hop? It, it appears that way, doesn't it? Um, you know, these girls are actually pretty dope. I mean, they sell a lot of sex. They sell in their bodies. They sell in the whole sexual part of it, which actually Lil Kim did as well back in the she day. Did. But when you compare uh, what she was selling sexually herself as to what they are now, it's like tenfold. You know what I'm saying? It's like okay, the, like the women nowadays they're just like uninhibited, man. It's just you like, think hardcore? You you've heard hardcore? So you think hardcore? That album is not the same as maybe Cardi's album? It, it, I mean, in a lot of ways it is, right? It's it's kind of raw, it's raunchy, it's unfiltered, <laughs> it's, you know, it, the shock value, like, like, damn, she said that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's like, it's it's weird. I, 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 I can't really explain and I don't know why it is the way it is, but I think you answered it though. I think it's the persona. Like we knew, we we knew the persona of Kim, but we didn't know Kim. Cardi on social media every 15 minutes. Shout out to Cardi. I love her. But she's on social media every 15 seconds. So we know her personally. We feel like yeah, we feel like we know her, right? Right. So it you know, it, it it leaves a different taste in your mouth. It's a different type of following. It's like that's my girl. That's my homegirl. (laughs) <laughs> like right. never met her in my life never even been around her but that, that's my homie that's my homegirl <laughs> maybe that's it maybe that's why i like her so much because i feel like i'm a part of her life like we know when all her and offset beef and we know when she going to get food like we just we know everything exactly. that's exactly. going we on we actually know too much sometimes i agree i think we do i think that's what it is now you know I want to ask you because now we got to pair it together so you said music goes with food which I agree with you. I never thought about it that way, but they both really take you out. They can take you out of this world with the senses that they bring. And when you put them together, it's like an explosion. So let's play like a a short game of what food are you cooking when you hear? So let's say you were listening, the radio comes on and they start playing Jay-Z Reasonable Doubt. What are you cooking when that Mm. comes on? Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting down. I'm getting rustic. I'm, uh, I'm actually going to infuse some of my food with, some, with either THC or CBD. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Matter of fact, I have a post of a meal I made. My last two posts I made um for Biggie. I made a T-bone steak with cheese eggs and Welch's grape. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, right. So that was one of the meals I made, and I was listening to Big at the time, and that that line dropped, and I was like, what the fuck? I was like. And I ain't never seen no one else make that shit. So I fuck <laughs> it. Right. So I made a, a T-bone steak with cheese eggs, Welch's grape, and I infused it with CBD. So it, it does have its influences. I was listening to uh, Jay-Z, girls, 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 right? Mm-hmm. So I made uh, a roast compollo, French fries and crepe, man. Check out my page. You can see it on there. Like I literally made these meals that, that are in these lyrics. And it's like it ha- it does have its influences, right? So, so to answer your question. If I'm here, if I'm listening to Jay-Z, I, I might make an infused meal. You know what I'm saying? I may, I might make something that's a little more street. I might make, you know, we from Baltimore, you know, all about the chicken box, right? Right, right. <laughs> it's all pepper ketchup, right? So that's, that. you know, that it puts you in that mood and that mind frame. So, so yeah, you could actually hear music and hear specific artists and just kind of almost make your own dish based on that artist and whatever song you might be hearing at the time so well when bell biv devoe i know that you said that's your favorite group when that come when that come on poison what you playing what, what you cooking what you cooking 
well, I ain't going to poison you, right? <laughs> but, but I'm going to make some shit that you'd be like, damn, this shit is poison, right? So, I mean, it could uh, anything rustic, right? I'm, I'm going to keep it keep it simple, right? I mean, it could be a, it could be a fish. I mean, it could be anything, right? But you're just going to you're going to trick it out and you're going to try some things and be a little more daring and brave because you're in this mind frame of like you rocking out the music and you're like, OK, all right, I'm you know, I'm going to try something different right now. So it's, it's, it's all a state of mind, man. It's all a state of mind. Okay. And tell people how they can, cause you, you are a personal chef, correct? So that means that people could potentially, if they have like an event or whatever, they could book you. How do people get in touch with you? How can people find you? How can people reach you? Okay. So, so because the pandemic, right. Okay. I was, the restaurant I was working for, you know, obviously we, we shut down and I got laid off. So I'm like, I was in this like no man's land for a minute. I'm like, yo, what, you know, what the heck? Your unemployment ain't going to be doing it for, for too long. Like I need to right. make some moves. And I just started thinking, I was like, you know, I can't go to another restaurant because they're going to be closed down as well. Right. Mm. So I just started thinking, I was like, you know, this is what I want to do. Food is what I want to do. So I started having like these first started with family. I just started cooking for family. Right. And I started preparing meals and I'm like, hold on. I was like, I could do this. I could branch out and I could advertise myself. I'm doing it all on my own. So I don't have like a, a marketing team or, you know, any backing. But I just reached out to some friends first and I started cooking for them. Right. And then I'm like, damn. So I just started simply just on my Instagram page only. I'm just advertising my food and that, that I'm a personal and private chef. Um, I, I work for a family in Bel Air as a private chef. Private chef meaning that you get room and board, right? Mm -hmm. But you're in that you're in their kitchen, you're in their house, and you're cooking for them it, as much as they need you to. Mm -hmm. And then a personal chef is is one where like you could do gigs for for like one event, right? So that's okay. the difference between a private private is exclusive. You. You're actually living in the home. You're in the kitchen for X amount of weeks or months, however long they need you. Okay. Whereas a, um, a personal chef is just like per event, right? Okay. So I'm, I'm, just, like, I'm just advertising myself and I'm, I'm doing both right now. So I'm getting gigs, I'm, I'm getting dinners, and, and I'm preparing meals for up to 10 people at any given time. So to reach out to me right now, at this point in time, is strictly on my Instagram page. I'm trying to branch out into Facebook. I don't really dabble in Facebook too much, but okay. I love Instagram. It's easy. It's streamlined. It's quick. It's, you, you know, to me, it's, I'm, I'm most familiar with Instagram. So if you hit me up on Instagram, if you have an event or, or dinner that you would like to have cooked for you and a loved one, or you and up to 10 people hit me up at hip. It's, it's two underscores, H I P P two underscores. So at underscore, underscore, H I P P underscore, underscore, hit me up with a DM and we, we could roll from there, man. That's so dope. And I, I want everybody who listens to this to know, he says he doesn't have a marketing team, but the way that he does his Instagram, the posts that he does, you would think that he does. So he does amazing work. Please make sure that you reach out to him. He's such an amazing person. He has an amazing story. It's like I said, I didn't know that. That when I see people that have overcome that type of 
just stuff in your life and you are still able to be an amazing human being to still love people not to be bitter and still go forth coming from where we like we we from baltimore it's a lot of people that say hey i can't do no better i can't do no better this is all i got so i i appreciate you please reach out to him i know that i will we we didn't get a chance to connect, but we definitely will, especially after this pandemic is over. We, we, we no definitely doubt. Got it. No doubt. We got to. All right. Well, no I doubt. appreciate you coming. You can come back anytime you want. Because one day we're going to do a cooking session. He, you're going to teach. I don't cook. So you got to teach me how to cook. Okay. That's what it is. That's what it is, Lise. We're, we're going to get it in. We're going we're gonna to eat good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we will feast. Thanks again we so much feed. for coming. All right, this has been another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. And I'm so happy Chef Hip stopped by. Thank you so much. You're such a dope guest. Make sure you go and follow him on social media. Support him. So if you need a chef for an event or whatever, make sure you reach out to him. He is such a great human being. And it's just amazing how the connections go because he's connected with Miss Amy Correa Bell or Amy 818. And and so both of them are so dope. So I'm like, oh, this is amazing because dope people bring dope people. So if you are a dope person, typically, you know, dope people because dope people don't we, we don't really do the fuck shit. Like if you a fucking asshole, we don't really fuck with you like that. So shout out to her as well for bringing another dope person in the, the relevé of, of my attention so i appreciate her and if you haven't had a chance to go listen to that episode which you guys love that fucking episode by the way make sure you go out and listen to it so thank you so very much for tuning into another episode of millennials anonymous podcast we will be back again next week we will be talking with shizzle from the shizzle show down in florida so make sure you tune in another he is not another but he's a wpir 98.4 fm alum uh we are station mates i guess so make sure you tune into that we had an interesting conversation as well uh we'll be back so make sure you stay safe bye